Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Inner City Spirit. I'm your host, the Reverend Hannah Elizabeth Atkins Romero, rector at Trinity Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Here in Houston, we were fortunate not to be hit by Hurricane Laura, but we send our prayers and our donations and our compassion to all those in Louisiana who have been devastated by this hurricane. We know what it means. That hurricane wobbled between Houston and Baton Rouge this past week while the Republican National Convention played after last week's Democratic National Convention. And this week as well, here near Houston, there was a radioactive chemical spill. 2020 is not getting any better. We are still in the midst of a pandemic of coronavirus and of racism. I will talk about that in light of the 14th station of the resurrection which is the risen Lord sends the Holy Spirit. The scripture associated with the 14th station is from Acts chapter 2, verses 12 to 4. And it says, Suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. This is the 14th station of the resurrection that has been proposed out of Detroit, Michigan. Through the Via Luces, we share a pilgrimage journey with the risen Lord. And as servants and witnesses of Christ, we pray that our Savior make a way out of no way, lead us on the path of God's will, and show us how to be caretakers of this life which we have been gifted for a concrete period of time. However, what comes to mind to me today is more of the cross that we're living through. This week, a 29-year-old unarmed black man, Mr. Jacob Blake, was shot at point-blank range seven times in the back while attempting to get back into his car where his three young children were. A 31-year-old white officer thought it was okay, I guess, to shoot someone seven times in the back. 
This happened three minutes after the officers arrived at the scene. And the person, Jacob Blake's girlfriend, who had called the officers to say he wasn't supposed to be there, she had already let them know that he was leaving. There was a scuffle on the passenger side of the car, but he walked around to the driver's seat, still unarmed, still three little kids in the car, and was shot seven times in the back. Later, the Department of Justice said that a knife had been found on the floor. I don't know if that was supposed to justify anything, but it doesn't. In Kenosha, Wisconsin, three kids are traumatized and a man is wounded for the rest of his life. As I was thinking about this and the unprecedented response by the National Basketball Association in boycotting this type of police violence and boycotting their games and also the Major League Baseball and the protests around too much targeted violence in the black community by forces that are supposed to uphold and protect our lives. Those seven bullet holes, those seven bullet wounds reminded me of a project I had found out about that moved me to my core, a musical project that began as a liturgical project. The University of Wisconsin Glee Club took seven last words of victims of violence, gun violence, and called it the seven last words of the unarmed. There was also an art project on the last words, and as I said, a liturgical project on the last words. I preached on it several years ago on Good Friday. Seven bullet wounds in the back corresponding to the seven movements of the last words of the unarmed. Why do you have your guns out? were the last words of Kenneth Chamberlain, 66. What are you following me for? Were 17-year-old Trayvon Martin's last words. Mom, I'm going to college, were 23-year-old Amadou Diallo's last words. I don't have a gun, stop shooting, were 18-year-old Michael Brown's last words. You shot me, you shot me, were 22-year-old Oscar Grant's last words. It's not real, were 22-year-old John 
Crawford's last words. I can't breathe. 43-year-old Eric Gardner's last words. This violence against the black community, this viciousness, seems more in line with crucifixion than resurrection. One of my most admired theologians, John Sabrino, always talked about the crucified peoples of the world, talked and wrote about how Jesus the crucified was in solidarity with the crucified peoples of the world. And this meant that Jesus identified with those who are put to death unjustly. And Jesus points to the will of God, which is transformation and resurrection, even in the midst of being crucified. The seven last words of our Savior on the cross are traditionally remembered to be, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Woman, behold your son, and son, behold your mother. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus said, I thirst. It is finished. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. As we encounter injustice and suffering in this world, it is not a time to despair, but to recommit to a world in which the Spirit of God sends us to testify to the love and the way of God, to the kingdom of God, to testify to the kingdom of God where no one will be shot and killed, where black Citizens are not persecuted and put to death for the color of their skin. And the reflection on the Stations of the Resurrection from the Archdiocese of Detroit on this last 14th station, it says, The power of the Holy Spirit drives the disciples from the upper room into the streets and marketplace. The Spirit compels them to take the message everywhere in places familiar and unfamiliar, not stopping until they reach the ends of the world. And we have been clothed with the same spirit. We are called to be evangelizers and witnesses near and far wherever we go. That the spirit of God cannot be broken even on the cross. That Christ came to save us all and yet most especially those who are victimized 
the Diocese of Detroit reflection goes on, the Spirit goes before us, preparing the way and strengthening our hearts to be generous servants of the risen Lord who guides us. Pentecost is an enduring and continuing event. We implore the Holy Spirit to renew the face of the earth by renewing us. May we be renewed to witness with courage and consistency and truth and compassion to the, against the viciousness and the cruelty of our times. May the Spirit renew the face of this earth so that we can see each other and afford each other dignity, justice, compassion. Amen. I thank you for listening to this podcast. It will continue, but this is our last podcast on the Stations of the Resurrection. We have completed the 14. We will continue with Inner City Spirit in the coming months with topics related to Christianity, themes and concepts that are important to dive into this day and age especially. If you are interested in uh, looking or finding out more about Trinity, please join us. Look for worship, virtual worship on Sunday mornings, or look at our webpage at www.trinitymidtown.org. And I want to thank the Trinity Jazz Ensemble for providing the music and Colin Boothby for producing. God bless. God bless.